the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Because I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I will not fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. Watch me explode. <laughs> Good Tuesday evening and welcome to the Andrea K Show. Coming at you live. We are live and we are local here in San Diego on AM 1170 KCBQ. I'm always honored to share this time with you all. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show. I'm on Facebook. I've got a page there as well as a profile. My website is starting to get lots of comments from, from you guys out there. Appreciate that so much. That's AndreaKShow.com. I'm also happy to share the booth tonight with a couple of buddies of mine, DJ Carrot Sticks. We're double teaming here. We got two board ops for you. I know. So I'm so handle. excited. It's it's an AK sandwich, right? And then I've also got Jiffy Pop Jeff. He's, he's laughing. I didn't come up with that name, by the way, Jeff. DJ Carrot Sticks gave you that name, baby. Okay, don't hate the messenger. All right, got a great show for you tonight. I'm going to be talking just this fast, probably throughout the entire show, to try to get through it all because... It's just so much, you know, so much to cover. You know, it's exciting because we've got an exciting election season. We've got 24-7 media in a variety of different ways out there. And we've got American citizens who are actually doing an amazing job as journalists out there. And it all provides great content for people like myself. But it can make it hard to get it all done in an hour. Fortunately, I've got some great guests coming up here. I've got Brian Crabtree. It's his first time to be on the Andrea K. Show. Super excited to have him. He is a host of the Brian Crabtree Crabtree show out of Atlanta, the good old ATL, as well as a contributor for townhall.com. So you're going to want to stay tuned for him. I'm really excited to hear what he's got to say. And then I've got a couple of military uh, segments uh, and topics uh, coming up later in the show. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that because you know how much I love my military. And of course, the military has been a big topic in the news with the con con. So we're going to talk about that uh, tonight. Kalyan Pokola is going to be with me later on in the show to talk about how he actually helps the military. And uh, between those two, we got lots to talk about. You know, Trump's been in the news all day, every day, like he is. And and most recently, uh, today, the, the biggest thing that he said was that he said that he was afraid that the election could be rigged. You know that Trump has been talking about um, part of the reason why He rose to the top. This is the year of the outsider, in part because whether you're Republican or Democrat, both sides believe that the system is rigged. And I got to thinking about that word rigged, because as as the news broke that he said that today, I realized that so many of my topics that I wanted to cover today all had to do with the rigged system. See, Trump is absolutely correct. 
And so, you know, who else was correct about the system being rigged is Bernie Sanders. Now, we're going to talk to Brian Crabtree because he's written an article that has to do with the system being rigged. We're going to talk to him about whether or not the election is going to be rigged. But here's how the election, you know, when you think about election being rigged, you think about election fraud in terms of the kind of actual cases that we've seen prosecuted around the country where people like in Ohio in 2012 were voting multiple times. Or you see election fraud in the course of dead people voting over and over and over again, as we've seen throughout the states. You know, the left loves to tell us that there's no reason for voter ID because there's no such thing as election fraud. Uh, Of course, you know, we have had cases that have been prosecuted, but there's lots of different ways to rig an election. There's direct ways to rig it, and there's indirect ways to rig it. And we're going to talk about all the different ways tonight because it has to do, it's kind of the through line for all my topics. Um, One of the ways that you can elect, you can rig an election is through the media. And we know all the different ways that the media has been colluding with the left. It's not just now. It used to be to where the left was just kind of left leaning and their point of view was tilted a little bit. Now we've actually got collusion. We've actually got the media participating in controlling the election results in a variety of different ways. So we're going to talk about that with Brian Crabtree. Poll shenanigans. All kinds of we're you know we knew that the polls were inaccurate in 2012, but did we really understand that it wasn't just that the inaccuracies of the polls were being fed to us as though it was just that people didn't really understand, you know where where the voter was or maybe the voters hadn't been honest. There's actual poll fraud going on malpractice. We're going to talk about that. D, the DNC WikiLeaks scandal. We know that the Democrats flat out rigged their results, in order to give Hillary the nomination. Look at Terry McAuliffe and what he did in Virginia. 200,000 felons were suddenly able to vote. 200,000. That's way more than needed to sway an election. In San Diego County, back when I was a poll walker for the Republican Party, which I don't do anymore, I don't advocate anymore for party or poll because they let me down, there was a district here that won by 60 votes, 60 votes and went Republican. These margins are very, very thin. So you get 200,000 felons out there and clearly you can sway an election. In 2012, in fact, Obama lost in every area where there was actual voter ID requirements and he won in the areas where there wasn't. Of course, the system is rigged in terms of no accountability. We've got a rigged judicial system. When we have a former secretary of state commit felonies, And we know she did under the Espionage Act. Comey said as much. He basically said anybody else would go to prison. We got a rigged system. They talk about needing judicial reform and justice reform. Well, yeah, absolutely we need it because we absolutely have a rigged system. We're going to get into a little of that. It's rigged against white people and conservatives and Christians. It absolutely is rigged against us. We can't. What what else can you say? But it being rigged against white people, we're not. I'm not allowed. Not supposed to say that. I might get some complaints. Station might for me saying it. But that's what it is. When you've got affirmative action, when you've got businesses and government specifically hiring people of color and specifically not hiring white people, that's a that's a rigged system against white people. And then you've got all these school systems and all these other ways, uh, unions and trying to tell white people they need to apologize for being white. 
Of course, it's a rigged system against white people. It's a rigged system against Christians. When we can have schools, curriculums, teaching, like in here in San Diego, requiring children to create a website to promote Islam, but we can't have Christmas on a, on a school calendar. We've got Christian clubs being kicked off campus. We've got school teachers not allowed to wear crosses. We've got bakers being forced to violate their religious principles. But of course, Muslims are given exemptions everywhere from Obamacare to headscarves to not being patted down by the TSA. So, yeah, absolutely. It's a rigged system against Christians. Look at and white people look at the government contracting system. I've got family members of mine that are government contractors can't get can't get work because they're white. Because of the government contracting, their special government set asides. It's it's rigged for non-white people. These are just a few examples of how the system is rigged. I'm curious to to see what Brian Crabtree has to say about that. Um, let me know. I, I'm going to try to save a little time at the end of the show. It's something that I used to do on the Andrea K. Show is I used to save a little time for Twitter and, and Facebook comments. Let Give me another idea. Give me another suggestion besides media, poll, the DNC Wikilinks, Terry McAuliffe, uh, my other examples of how the system is rigged because I might have missed something. And I'm curious to see if you think that I did. Um, it's rigged economically. It, it absolutely is rigged, a rigged system economically when you've got um, entitlement reform, where you've got business owners that have money that's being taken from them and given to another system, given to another citizen. To me, that's a rigged system against me. It's a rigged system when the government can mandate and control a business owner in terms of what they pay, who they hire, how they conduct their business. That's a rigged system. They're, when you have a government picking and choosing winners and losers, and I and 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 W was involved in that himself into with, with the Wall Street bailout, the auto bailout. What happened with the auto bailout? Picking and choosing winners and losers. That's a rigged system. They chose which car dealerships were going to stick around and which ones weren't. They chose which. Um, Government workers' pensions were gonna were going to stay solvent, and which ones weren't. It's about that's a rigged system. When you have the government controlling the marketplace, controlling the marketplace, and picking and choosing winners and losers, whole lot of rigged going on. Whole lot of rigged going on. And you know who else is involved in it? Like I said, W was involved in that, and he was involved in the Wall Street bailout, picking and choosing winners and losers. He was involved in the auto bailout. We become a one party system. And they were both in it together. And that's one reason why the establishment on the Republican side is just as hysterical as the establishment on the left in regards to Bernie Sanders and doing everything that they can to try to stop Trump from winning. Because the immediate establishment has a whole lot to lose if Trump wins. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this on the other side of the break with Brian Crabtree from The Brian Crabtree Show. Don't go anywhere. This is The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. 
Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657-333. Kitchen Hi, my name is Colin Fokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Fokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Fokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com you're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Good evening and welcome back to the Andrea K Show. So happy to have you all here with me. And I am happy to have for the first time on the Andrea K Show, it's a Southern guy. Southern. I, I started to say Southern boy. I hope he's not offended by that. Brian Crabtree from the Brian Crabtree Show and townhall.com is with me. Hey, Brian, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, it's great to be here. Hey, um, you know, I got lot. I'm from the South. Um, I've got lots of peeps down there in the ATL and all over Georgia, Mississippi, and Louisiana. How long have you been down there? Uh, well, my wife was born here. I, I grew up in Nashville. Uh, I'm in Atlanta. Well, I said I, I couldn't hear most of that, Brian. So, not really sure if we've got like a, can get to a better area. I guess if you there. Yeah, how about now? Oh, much better. Okay, so yeah, you're, so that's okay. So your wife was born down there, so that that brought you down there. Well, good move. I'm glad you married you yeah. a, a, a Georgia peach. <laughs> I tell you, one of my favorite parts of the entire U.S. though, La Jolla, California. I love La Jolla. Oh, you've been here to my hood. Oh, oh yeah. Almost moved there, but it's just too expensive. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, you know, I'm thinking in about 10 years, I'm, I might be retired living on a Caribbean island somewhere, mainly because I love the Caribbean just about as much as I love La Jolla. So, um, you know who's not a peach? Is that Hillary Clinton? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, she she is not a peach. And unfortunately, we've got a situation to where she, in fact, she is so, she is so... Um, moldy and covered in 
fruit flies and so moldy and so nasty and skanky and disgusting that she should not even be remotely in any contention for the presidency. But we do have a rigged system. Trump said today he's concerned that this election may be rigged. I say it's rigged in a variety of different ways. There's overt election fraud in terms of like voting machines that my friend Peggy just mentioned on Facebook. Um, Dead people voting, Terry McAuliffe having felons, 200,000 felons being able to come out to vote. There's lots of ways that you can actually overtly rig and commit election fraud. But there's also a variety of ways in which this election is being rigged. We've got a media that is so in the tank. In fact, I think it was um, a Congressman Stevens who said it's a really... it's an interesting year in which you've got hackers doing the investigative reporting, and then you've got the reporters working hard to cover up the crimes, right? Yeah, I mean, it's really amazing if you look at just uh, what happened with this uh, this Mr. Khan guy who is a con uh, in, in a sense. I mean, he's basically worried about his law firm who sells green cards to Muslims or Middle Easterners, and if Donald Trump's the president, then, of course, he's out of business because Donald Trump puts a ban on Middle Easterners uh, coming into the country immigration uh, from an immigration standpoint. Uh, he, he's got some problems financially. So he goes out, stands in front of his his son, who's a hero, died 12 years ago and bashes Donald Trump. And then the media and the whole punditry class turns on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And we ignore the fact that Hillary Clinton sat on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace this past Sunday and virtually called Pat Smith, a liar, mm-hmm. for saying that Hillary Clinton said it was a video that created the the, the backlash that killed her son, and she still can't get answers. I, I, I find that to be perhaps the most rigged part of the entire election process. I can only pray and hope the American people see through that like you and I do. I'm suspicious they won't, but I think if there's any year we have a shot, it's this one. Well, you know, I was really disgusted. To me, the media isn't any worse now than they were back in 2012 when we had Candy Crowley planting evidence at the crime scene and, and, and helping Barack Obama in, the, in that debate. To me, the difference <laughs> is is that we've got somebody. The difference is Romney stood there looking like, you know, a deer caught in the headlights. Trump punches back. You know, Patricia Smith rightfully has every right to go to that convention and speak against Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton was directly responsible for her child's death in a variety of different ways. And she has never been held accountable for it. And the Republican Party has never held her accountable. One way in which the system is rigged is because we don't have a, any any other American citizen would have already been in jail. She lied before Congress. She didn't just lie in front of, of what's-his-face Chris Wallace. She's, she perjured herself in front of Congress. She's committed other crimes in terms of the Espionage Act. And the Republican Party's not holding her accountable. This guy attacks Trump, who had no responsibility to his two cons son's death and all Trump did was was defend himself what was disturbing to me in 2012 was I actually had uh, the former head of the Republican Party here in California who's actually a trainer of candidates across the country tell me that the, that the Republican Party didn't have any problem with the media so we've got a Republican Party that has allowed the media to control the election you control the minds and you control the outcomes of the elections and and so what did the Republicans do? We've got Kasich, McCain, and how many of the other ones come out and attack Trump? Well, Reince Priebus, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Republican Party chair, said that gold star families should be off limits. And I asked this question, you know, at what point 
is someone off limits when they when when they basically engage themselves, inject themselves into politics, and then they cover themselves with the tragedy from their family. This is no different than what ISIS does to our military personnel in Iraq. They mm-hmm. stand on top of a school where there are school children at school and shoot at our military, hoping they won't shoot back. But if they do, the military shoots back at ISIS, not knowing it's a school. School children die. And then they blame it on our military. This is the political equivalent of this. The Democrats orchestrated it. And this con guy, who is a con, Mm -hmm. is doing it, not because he's worried about his son. He's dragging his poor wife, who is a grieving mother, a gold star mom. She is grieving. He's dragging her into this mess so that he can empower and enrich himself with his law firm. He knows He knows the gravy train is over if Donald Trump is elected, and he's really upset, and that's the anger and the rage. Mm -hmm. It's not about his son. It's not about the Muslim comments. It's about the fact that Donald Trump will hurt his ability to monetize Muslims and their immigration. Mm -hmm. And this is going on at every level of our society, and it it deeply worries me for my 9-year-old and my 6-year-old as to what kind of country they're going to end up in as adults. It's scares me to death. Yeah, well, it should scare everybody to death. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. We're talking to Brian Crabtree. And um, I, I think it was a little bit more, though, than just the economic fallout if if, if Trump were, were to win. This man, Khan, the Khan, is, to me, the poster child of why we need to stop bringing Muslims here. To this country. That is not a man who is assimilated into American culture. That is a man that is using American culture to not only enrich himself, but to work against our interests by trying to bring other people here who are for Sharia and for everything, even if they're not. To me, there's two types of jihad being waged against America. There's the jihad through sword and there's the jihad to replace the Constitution with Sharia. They are there is nothing that that is culturally like America that is being brought here. They do not assimilate into our culture. We can look at Europe and see what's going on over there to, to, to realize that it is not even just a matter of, of terrorism. And yes, you bring 60,000 like Hillary wants of these refugees here and even by the own most conservative estimate that 10% are, are terrorists and want to take us over through terrorism in terms of sword or bombs or whatever, that's 6,000. But then the other 50, 54,000 don't want the U.S. Constitution. They want Sharia. So he was a part of that as well, a part of the left agenda to transform us from within. And we've got to stop going along with it. And fortunately, what he tried to do was use the same left's tactics of the shame game against Trump and Trump in going for it. You know, Andrea, what amazes me about the media coverage of this is Donald Trump comes out and says, you know, why did the wife not speak? She just stood there. Perhaps she wasn't allowed to speak. And then in a CNN interview within 24 to 48 hours later, the wife then Spoke. And she says, well, in, in our household, I'm in charge inside the home, and my husband, Mr. Khan over here, is in charge outside of the home, which actually underscored everything Trump had said, which is part of the beliefs of Sharia law. Mm-hmm. And no one except conservative talk radio has even mentioned that fact, which basically proved the point Trump made. Now they've turned it into the fact that he's challenging her grief and he's questioning her 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 motives as a mother. It was never about her. It was about him, Mr. Khan, the Khan, about what he 
was what his agenda was and how he was treating the wife who sat there and said nothing. He came out and said, well, she didn't speak in a private interview because she has a medical condition. But then she spoke and she sounded like a perfectly normal human being. Except that she is submissive to the Sharia law that you and I are talking about. Right. Even in the most even in the most um, woman sympathetic areas of Islam, the 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 women who have it the best in in Islamic countries around the world are just the ones that are forced to cover when it's 120 degrees outside and not get, get to go to school or drive. That's like the best case scenario for a woman. They're slapped around, beat up, told they don't have a voice. That That's the best case scenario for women that are being brought here in, in, in the culture of the men that are being brought here. That's the culture well, that, that they're bringing like- here. And the worst case scenario over there is female genital mutilation, women being stoned to death for being rape victims. That's what they're trying to bring here. And that's what Khan has been involved in bringing here with these with this visas pay for citizenship crap he was involved in. Do you think Trump uh, should have just kept quiet about it? Or do you think he made a mistake well, in taking the bait? Here, I've done a number of radio interviews today, and, and, and actually I've been schooled a little bit on this, and I've, I've come around a little bit. I don't think Trump should be anything but what Trump is, but here's what I think Trump needs to do going forward. He needs to let Roger Stone, Newt Gingrich, uh, Sam Clovis, his political operatives, uh, Paul Manafort, his, uh, his campaign manager, even Corey Lewandowski, who's still an advocate, his former campaign manager. He needs to let them go after the underlings who attack him. Donald Trump needs to remain squarely focused on the, on, on the big players in the media, New York Times, Washington Post, CNN, Fox News, and, and putting them in check. And only three other people. Everything Trump says ought to be about litigating the record of one Barack Obama, one Bill Clinton, and one Hillary Clinton. And he should not reduce himself any longer to the interviews of a George Stephanopoulos or the conversation of somebody like this con guy. Mm-hmm. And he shouldn't be at that level anymore. He should rise above it and litigate the record of the Clintons and the Obamas. And he won't get caught up in this mess anymore. I don't like that advice, but that is the advice that ensures a Trump presidency. And if he takes it, he wins Mm -hmm. handily in November. And then he can systematically shine the spotlight on all of the buffoons and the Mm -hmm. losers and and the deviants and the liars that are part of the political process in the media that are ultimately taking down this country through political correctness. If he does that, it's a big time win for the country let alone Donald Trump. Well, uh, yes and no. I'm, I tell you why I'm still concerned. I do believe that one of the things that was proven with us with this DNC WikiLeaks is that they we are faced with an opponent that will absolutely do anything to win. From, from the gerrymandering of machines to the busing illegals to the polls that don't have ID, that don't require IDs, we must motivate Every Republican and independent to get out to the polls, to stop digging your heels in. And you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but to stop digging your heels into this purity, you know, my guy didn't win, never Trump movement, because we cannot have you talk about being scared for your nine year old. I'm scared for all the children out there. I'm scared for myself and for everybody if Hillary gets in. To me, Khan, I think you're right. Trump should have not engaged directly with him. But that's the biggest issue of the day to me that we. We have a left that wants to partner with the Islamists who want to take us over from within in order to get their Marxist agenda over on us. All of us have our lives at stake in, in some way or another, and we got to get everybody out to the polls, right? 
Yeah, well, this, I mean, this could be one of the most delusional moments in my life, but I think what you're saying, the majority of the American people believe, I, I think they believe what you just said. I think the struggle they have is there's this tone conversation. There's a lot of goody goodies in our society in America who don't like the people who attack uh, like Donald Trump does, who fight, who are aggressive. They're, they've been beaten into submission by this political correctness for so long. They're afraid to stand up for what they believe in because they fear the retribution. So when they see someone doing it, they get uncomfortable, right? So I think, I think that's the real struggle we've got to get past is the American people have to get comfortable with a fighter again. We used to have fighters as leaders, good men, businessmen, who went to Washington to serve the people, serve a few years, come on home. Now we have a bunch of lawyers and career politicians who are in the system to enrich themselves first, and maybe if they get around to it, help you and I later. That's the problem we face right now. And I think it's the American people have got to, have got to feel encouraged that Trump's approach to this is actually what's going to bring us you know, back to more of the American values, not back to the good old days. Like I say, you know, we go back to the 50s when we had racism. That's not what we're talking about when we say bring uh, make America great again. Let's get back to the good old days. We're talking about the days where everyone in America has a chance to own a home, to, to have upward mobility, to have the, the ability to grow as a person. We don't have that anymore. It's a no. struggle at every point, and it's because of the ideals of Barack Obama, his ilk, and Hillary Clinton and her ilk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, where can people uh, read your stuff and, and listen to you? Uh, website's the Brian Crabtree Show dot com at Brian Crabtree on Twitter and uh, we uh, on, on on one of your sister stations in Atlanta Biz eleven ninety uh, four to six p.m. Eastern Time uh, weekdays. All right, thanks so much for being here, Brian. I hope you come back. I'd be glad to. It's great to be here. All right, have a good night. All right, we are going to shift gears and we come back. We got more of the Andrea K show on the other side of the break. We're going to talk a little bit about the Clinton Foundation. We got some other stuff to talk about here, so don't go anywhere. It's the Andrea K show on AM 1170, The Answer. But I got so nervous, had to back it on up, couldn't make it to the service. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. San Diego Padres are playing at Petco Park in just a little bit. That means, of course, once again, some extra crowding on all of the roads around that venue. With game time just a little bit away, do expect some extra crowding. Five freeways southbound near the Aliso Creek Rest Area. A stall now clearing if you're heading through the Camp Pendleton area. Could see a little bit of a jam there. San Diego's only live at local morning talk show. Mark Larson, weekday morning, 6 to 9. I'm Richard Turnage on AM 1170, The Answer. Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero. Hi, my name is Colin Pokola, and I'm the owner and founder of Pokola Law. My law firm separates itself from the pack by catering exclusively to small business owners and providing them with that personal touch that they deserve. When you call me, you get me, not an associate or a secretary, just me. From incorporating your business to drafting contracts, helping you bring on a partner or two, trademarking and copywriting your work, and even litigation if it's absolutely necessary to protect your business's interests, Pokola Law can be your one-stop shop for all of your small business's legal needs. Schedule your initial consultation today and mention that you heard me on AM 1170, and I'll credit 
our first meeting toward any legal work we've discussed. You can reach me by phone at 844-695-1487 or at pokalalaw.com, P-O-K-A-L-A law.com. The information contained herein is for information purposes only and should not be misconstrued as legal advice on any subject matter and does not create an attorney-client relationship. For your consultation, call 844-695-1487 or visit pokalalaw.com. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today, 877-749-3533. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrew K Show. Glad to have you here. I'm getting great response about uh, Brian Crabtree, uh, my past guest. Wasn't he wonderful? I look forward to having him back. A couple of things about the media I didn't have a chance to talk with him about because I was running out of time. But, um, you know, it's the collusion with the media to try to silence us and to try to ultimately control the election is astounding. Facebook, and, and a lot of it has to do with the the top issue, two top issues driving this election, primaries every uh, step along the way said the number one thing that people were concerned about was was terrorism and the immigration situation. And that's one reason why this whole con thing has erupted. It is the most I what I don't want Trump to do is to engage with people personally like Khan, But I do want him to stay on point because the media is doing everything that they can to try to hide this as an issue from the American people. Facebook blocked Michael Savage for posting an article that he didn't even write. That was a truthful article about a pregnant woman who was hacked to death by a Muslim migrant. They blocked him from Facebook, said it didn't meet their standards. He's just completely blocked from Facebook at this point. Uh, you know, um, I, I guess they had blocked him temporarily a while back in December after he posted some pictures of a protest in 2006 outside the embassy in Denmark that featured signs, uh, warnings of beheading and death for those who insult Islam. You know, this is all about, we know what this is about. It's about trying to make, um, it's the shame game, trying to make Muslims the sympathetic parties, which is what that deal was with Khan. The American people, do the American people get it as much as Brian said they did? I hope they do. I hope they do. In the meantime, we all have to, every citizen out there, we all have to get the word out. And we've got to remind our fellow Americans why this election is so important. And you must get out and vote and don't believe the polls. See, one of the ways that they can um, control the outcome of the election is by creating an inevitability in the minds of the people. Like we're falsely reporting back in the year 2000, I think it was, that that. W. George W. Bush had lost Florida in order to keep people from bothering to show up at the polls or the um, early polling like now showing um, that Clinton is far ahead and it makes people think, well, you know, we don't really need to get out and vote because, you know, it's it's inevitable that Clinton's going to win. Pat Cadell, who's a longtime pollster, 
according to Breitbart. He has busted Reuters, who said it is guilty of unprecedented malpractice. They announced Friday that they're dropping the neither option. And not only are they dropping the neither option now, they are going back retroactively and altering the polls. And it's all an attempt to mess with our minds and to mess with the American people into thinking that she's ahead in order to try to create inevitability for her and stifle vote to keep people from getting out to vote. So much so because what happened was after the Republican convention, Trump had a 17 point swing, an unprecedented bounce that he got. But so they couldn't let that stand, right? No, the polls had to try to pull some games on the American people and convince them that that wasn't the case. And so they went back retroactively, like for their poll on 725 originally showed Trump ahead. Now it shows Clinton ahead. Eight point swing for her. This is all a way. Uh, Their their excuse, by the way, Reuters excuse was that in the year of the quote, in the year of the neither, we they felt that respondents were hiding who they were really going to vote for behind the the neither. So what? So you try to push them in a certain direction. They're trying to they're trying to affect the outcome of the election with false uh, polling. This is the Andrea K show on AM 1170. The answer. Um, One of the ways that they're trying to affect uh, the outcome and rigging the election is, and the Republicans are a part of this, is not holding Hillary Clinton accountable. She has yet. It's been 240-something days, I think, since she held a press conference and answered any questions. But when she goes to interviews, what are they not asking her about? They're not asking. Right now, the Clinton campaign is going around accusing Trump of kissing up to dictator Putin, accusing Trump or pushing the conspiracy theory that he's behind the hacking going on. Even though today we find out that that there's some official who's told Judge Napolitano that it was actually the NSA that leaked the documents to WikiLeaks because they can't stand Hillary. And people are desperate for this woman to be held accountable. The media is not asking her about the Clinton Foundation, not asking her in particular about Uranium One, in which uh, she got uranium sold to the Russians through a subsidiary, I believe it was, of the Clinton Foundation. Great article from Peter Schweitzer in Wall Street Journal. Thank you to Peggy Costian, city citizen journalist, who forwarded this to me. And it's all about this Russian reset. See, while they're, they're, this is the kind of stuff the American people really need to know. And even if it doesn't sway a Democrat, maybe it will motivate an independent, you know, or Republican to get out and vote. Uh, this Russian reset, if you read this article, it, it was really uh, that she went member of the big moment when she presses the reset button. It was all about uh, buying Russian love or really wasn't because what happened was after the Russian reset, what what really ended up happening was Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation basically worked as the business development arm of Russia and Russia's Silicon Valley, Skolkovo or whatever it was called. Clinton goes around and scores up all kinds of investors and venture capitalists for this area, including companies like Google, um, so that they can invest in Russia. Now, isn't this the same people talking about how bad it is for outsourcing, sending jobs overseas? Here we've got some of the worst economic times that we've had in American history in 70 something years. And she's spending her time drumming up investments for Russia. Well, it wasn't because she cared so much about Russia. It's because of the 28 partners that the that Clinton helped bring in in terms of investors over in Russia. 60 percent of them made financial contributions to the Clinton Foundation or sponsored speeches for Bill. And we're talking about tens of millions of dollars. 
Now, this uh, it gets even worse from there because this Russian Silicon Valley was supposed to be the vehicle for worldwide transfer to Russia on everything from information technology to biomedical to nuclear technology. So the FBI starts warning them that, you know, hey, these Russians might start using this situation as a way to get at our top secret security information. And in fact, WikiLeaks revealed an email to Hillary just about that, and she brushed it off. So did she, the question is, did she ignore warnings and, and let loose? And, and, you know, we all know that she was, according to Comey, extremely careless. Or, you know, um, what was this about? Well, I think it's, a, you know, the, the Wall Street Journal basically poses the question, you know, did she, was she careless? Did she turn a, turn an eye uh, in order to, you know, have some personal gain? Well, of course she did. Come on. This Clinton Foundation is a ruse. This is, this is corruption at the worst possible levels. No, Trump's not kissing up to Putin. Of course, he's not kissing up to a dictator. We all know that he's a dictator. This is woman who's basically giving our secrets over. She didn't know she wasn't like the, the, you know, hey, come here, look under my jacket. I've got some secrets to give to you. But basically, she let her email server be subject to hacking. We all know it was hacked. She should be prosecuted under the Espionage Act. But even worse than that, she's going around the, the world, supposedly as Secretary of State, lining her pockets from all these governments. $25 million she's taken from the Saudi Arabian government. What are they expecting in return? All these governments that have given money to the Clinton Foundation, what are they expecting in return? This is graft. They're grifters. That's what the Clintons are. Historic Election. The only thing historic about Hillary Clinton is the level of corruption and graft that she's been perpetrating and propagating. Uh, Charles Ortel, who's done some of the greatest research on the Clinton Foundation, he says that if she's ever going to be held to account, it will be because of the Clinton Foundation and the largest charity fraud that's ever been perpetrated in the world. I don't I don't think she's ever going down anywhere because it is a rigged system. It is us versus them. And that includes the Republican Party, who gives great theater at these silly hearings like Chaffetz, who said to Comey, you know, are you investigating her for her perjury in front of Congress? Well, no, we didn't. Nobody asked me to do that. And Chaffetz said, well, I'm going to ask you for that. No. Oh, made a great sound bite for a day or two, and we heard nothing about it. Now, the IRS is supposedly investigating the Clinton Foundation, but does anybody really believe that? That law firm that Khan works for, in terms of his, Khan now has his own website, his own business that he was doing in terms of selling citizenship uh, to people coming here from Muslim nations. He also worked at a law firm that um, does Hillary Clinton's taxes was involved in an email server, actually wrote the patent on the company that had the spam uh, spyware on, on her server. And um, that law firm is is also in cahoots with the Clinton Foundation. It's all one big nasty web of deceit and corruption. And then we find out today that Podesta sat on the board of directors of some energy company that was working with Putin and got 35 mils. It's, it makes my head spin there's so much it's hard to even stay on top of it and you know what there's no media outlet no media outlet that's holding her to account 
All right, it's time for me to take one last skinny little break, but don't go anywhere because I got more of the Andrea K Show on the other side of the break. We're going to get into a little military talk here. So don't go anywhere. More of the Andrea K Show on the other side of the break. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I'm having such a great time. Where's the show going, though? I feel like I'm, I'm almost out of time here. Um, I got my buddy, Call Yon Pokola, with me. Hey, Call Yon, welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. How you doing? Well, good. Um, I don't know if you heard the San Diego story out of Camp Pendleton this weekend about a young seven-year-old boy named Wyatt Seth Gillette. Did you hear about this? It got, yeah, you know what? That's because it got very little coverage. And I wanted to, before I I talked to you about how you helped the military, I just wanted to, to, you know, share this story with you and other San Diegans and everybody out there. Um, There was this sweet little boy named Wyatt Seth Gillette, seven years old. And Saturday he was made the 96th, Honorary Marine. See, oh, he's, the, the pictures are amazing. Google the story. Uh, uh, NBC7 San Diego was covering it. Um, he, Wyatt, wanted to be an honorary Marine because he was diagnosed at the age of four with a rare condition and um, so many complications from it that they knew that he wasn't going to live long enough to actually become a Marine like his dad, who's actually a drill instructor, Sergeant Gillette. And so a petition went around to make him an honorary Marine, and he was given that award um, on Saturday. Very few people get to receive this award, and he was thrilled to receive it. And then Sunday, young Wyatt died. And yeah. I, yeah, and I was so moved by this story because, you know, I, so much has been talked about this week because of this whole con story about the military. And, you know, God bless our military, Kalyan. They sacrifice everything for us. They work hard for us. They're used oftentimes to push political agendas. They're forgotten about after they make the tremendous sacrifices uh, that they've made. And, you know, this young boy, he just wanted to be a Marine like his dad. And God bless the Marines for making him one before he passed and just in time before he passed away. So I, I just I didn't know if you had heard that story. And I know how much you have a heart for for the military and for the Marines. And if you hadn't heard that story, I wanted to I wanted to take a few moments to share it with you. 
Yeah, it's, it's just got dusty in here. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have um, uh, thousands of military that are retiring every year here, here in San Diego. Many of them are just in their late 30s, still in the prime of their life, coming off of um, a long time minimum, typically 20 years in, in the military service. And it can be difficult to transition into civilian life, particularly coming from the chain of command. So a lot of them want to go into business and start businesses for themselves. And that's a whole nother challenge. Why do you help them as a small business attorney? And how do you help them? Well, I help them mostly because I know that they have, uh, they have the desire to succeed, but they haven't been given you know, the information and the tactics necessary to be a successful business owner, you know, they don't get taught that, you know, when you're in the military, you're taught to be a great soldier um, and we've got the best in the world. And they aren't, they aren't taught exactly what they should be doing in terms of incorporating or uh, what's, what's best for their tax strategy, how to create employee handbooks. And, you know, we all think of it as the red tape, but, you know, the red tape is what usually trips us up, you know, the fastest. And oftentimes that unnecessary, uh, unwanted cost of doing business, uh, whether here in California or anywhere else, isn't something that these businesses are prepared for. They don't budget that in. And most people don't. I don't think I budget for, you know, a disaster to happen in my personal life. Right. Uh, you know, and this is what happens. And these soldiers are so smart so dedicated and they come mm-hmm. out of the military with a great idea mm-hmm. but they don't have the uh, they don't have the support necessary to succeed right off the bat and you know just like you know every great idea uh, the idea is only you know half the battle right, um, right. the other half is execution and right. so what I do is I help small business owners uh, especially I love helping guys who've just come out and women who've just come out of the military they put in their 20 years, serve this country, and, uh, you know, they do have a pension, but they're looking for the next, their next career. Because, like you said, most of them are really young, mm-hmm. and, you know, they come out of the military, you know, late 30s, early 40s, mm-hmm. and they still have another 20 years of, you know, work to do. Right, but after and, 20 years, yeah. excuse me for interrupting, I would imagine that after 20 years of being in, and I'm the daughter of two Marines, I know firsthand that it is its own world. It's its own culture. It's its own industry. It's um, so unique. And the re-entry into civilian life can be shocking. And do, yeah, you, and you can. can have tremendous leadership abilities and great talent and great skills, but to, to it doesn't always translate equally or exactly into our free market and business system, correct? Right. And I think one of the most important things are, you know, one of the most important things is with a military man or woman who starts a business, who are they likely to hire? More military people, which gets, you know, our veteran employment rate up. And, you know, when those guys come in and they come into a veteran-owned business, you know, communities love to support veterans. Uh, and, you, you know, you get, their, you get their business off the ground. And then some of their employees are also former military who, prob- who may not have thought that they could go out and start their own business learn from, you know, their colleague, you know, their fellow soldier, and they go, okay, well, okay, he was able to do this, or she was able to do this, I could do this too. So I help them out by, you know, giving them just also some business common sense advice, you know, Mm -hmm. just why you should incorporate, why you shouldn't incorporate, why you should wait, and, you know, best things you need to do with, you know, your employers, uh, your employees, and 
you know, the contracts that you write. You know, a lot of small businesses, uh, they get taken advantage of by bigger businesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they, they don't read the fine print or they think a, a clause means something when it doesn't. And, you know, it's really helpful to have an attorney like myself look it over and say, no, 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 this, this clause mm-hmm. is no good because it might be okay for you for the first six months. But after that, you know, the costs are going to be sh- shifted to you and mm-hmm. you're still going to be making the same amount of money. It's not worth it to you. Right. So you so, you work with them mainly as before I have to let you go. You're like a mentor, like a business mentor to them and help them navigate, if, I, if I'm understanding correctly, helping them navigate right. all the ins and outs that are different out here in the business world than they are in that unique incubator of the military, correct? Right. And I think it's just that these men and women come from a very supportive uh, community. Soldiers support each other. But when they come out and they want to start a business, no one's there to support them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that, that help, just that little nudge in the right direction can really help them out. And my military clients, I have to say, you know, I haven't had a single bad, you know, uh, you know, a single bad situation. They're great clients. Uh, and, you know, they want to succeed. And, you know, my word is your my word is my bond is so exemplified by our, by our military entrepreneurs. And I love helping them because every small business that does well in San Diego only makes the rest of us better. Right. And they, they just, they're just the most amazing, hardest working people with, they do have a heart to succeed and, and um, the drive to do it and a love of country. And it's just tremendous. Thank you so much for the work that you do. How can, how can people get in touch with you if, if they're listening right now and they need your help? Uh, you can give me a call at my office at 619-394-0187, or you can find me on my website, which is pokalalaw.com, which is P-O-K-A-L-A-Law.com. And I'd be happy to take your inquiries, and, you know, maybe I could help you out. You could start your own business, or you've got an existing business, and you've got some legal questions. All right. Thanks for being here, Kalyan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Andrea. Have a okay. great evening. Well, that leads me into the Andrea K. Show Hero of the Week and last week last week's Fool, this week's Tool Awards. Um, actually, both awards this week are collective awards, you know, and I appreciate so much everybody giving me the comments and suggestions. It was kind of across the board. It was a mix. There was no, like, clear winner in each category this week. And thank you all so much for responding to me. Collectively, our Heroes of the Week are the U.S. Military. You know, I think Brian Crabtree said it perfectly when he said that Khan used his his kid as a shield in the in the same way that ISIS does when they stand on top of a roof and dare the military to, to drop a bomb. You know, our military just make sacrifice after sacrifice for us. They follow their chain of command, the commander in chief. They go where they're told to go. They are oftentimes used and sent in places without the without the proper equipment, without the proper support of the U.S. military or the DOD or the commander in chief or even the people at home. And then when they're brought back, oftentimes they don't get the support that they need from us. We've still got a VA scandal that has not been solved. Obama came out today and talked about how they've hired more people. Not one person was fired. Not one person was fired when we had service people dying, waiting for help. Shame on you, Obama. They're my heroes of the week. Last week's fool and this week's tool. Um, collectively, to me, you know, we talked about at the beginning of the show all the different ways uh, that elections can be rigged from the media to the parties to the polls, all the officials. But you know what? Even with all that rigging that's gone on, doesn't everybody or most of the people in America, even the low information voters, know what an evil, corrupt 
disaster a Hillary Clinton presidency would be? How in the world could, could this could this even be close? From the Democrats that are too apathetic or too on the take or, or simply don't care enough. They're last week's fool and this week's tool. Or the or the ones on the right who are digging their heels in. And, you know, here it is supposed to be the year of the outsider. And you've got all these conservatives that, you know, don't like Trump's tone at times. Come on. You know, we said 2012 was the most important election in our lifetime. You know, it might have been. There's some people who say it's too late. I don't believe it's too late. I do think America would be great again. I absolutely think Trump is the only man that can get you. Look at all the different ways that that the left is trying to rig this election. Can you imagine any of the other 16 candidates going up against that and winning No, it wouldn't happen. Trump is the only guy I think that could win against the left in this climate in which they will do everything they can to rig the election. We have to help him. We have to mobilize. We have to get out there and drag everybody that we know to the polls. We absolutely have to do that. I thank you all for being with me tonight. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Friend me on Facebook. Go to my website, AndreaKShow.com. Thank you, Jiffy Pop Jeff for being with me tonight. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, for knocking, kicking off the show tonight. Thank you, Brian Crabtree. Thank you, Colin Pokalef, for what you do to help veterans. Thank you all for listening. I'm right here every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, on AM 1170, The Answer. Under that live oak. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.